all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Facebook, Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church YouTube, Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church Instagram, as well as the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. We are live everywhere. Let me come up a little higher. Bam, there we go. Come on in, everybody. It's good to see you. It's Monday night. It's going to be a powerful time of prayer as it always is. Come on, let me get you to share. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. You guys know when you share, people get saved. It's just that simple. So many people gave their lives to the Lord <clears throat> yesterday. Wait until, what's going on, Denver? Hey, Aurora, wait until you see on Wednesday night the count of people that are giving their lives to the Lord. And I believe that even more people are going to come to the Lord tonight. Anybody else believe with me? If you believe with me, just type that on the screen. I believe, I believe, I believe. All right. Uh, I'm so excited uh, about seeing people come to the Lord. So listen, uh, every Monday night, we gather together for one hour to pray, for one hour to pray every single Monday night. And when we pray, things happen. When we pray, things change. We call it command your week because we're getting a hold of the week before the week gets a hold of us. We're getting a hold of the day before the day gets a hold of us. And all right. And so that's the concept of prayer. Anytime you see Jesus in scripture pray, the Bible shows us a pattern that he would practice uh, as it related to prayer. And that pattern was very effective. That pattern was very effective. And we um, see great results in prayer. All right. And so the scripture says that he got up and often get up before the sun came up so that he could set the day before the day set him. And I need you to uh, type this on the screen. I walk in authority. Can I get you to release that? I walk in authority. We are not letting the day, hey, Alabama, we're not letting the day set us. We're setting the day. We're not letting the situation dictate to us. We are dictating to the situation. All right. So that's the concept of command you week prayer. I want to encourage you every single week, to set aside this one hour, set aside one hour. Where do you get an hour from, Bishop? <clears throat> That's what we saw in Jesus. When he's in one of his most defining moments, he calls Peter, James, and John with him, and they pray together for one hour. So many principles there, because that means you can't just pray with everybody. You don't just want to be praying with people who just say a bunch of words that those words don't mean anything. You want to make sure when you're praying with people, you are praying with people that want to see results. And that's what I love about what we do on Monday nights um, from across America, around the world, even those that listen to the podcast, those that are looking at the replay. What we're doing is we are gathering together because we want to see results for one another. Uh, we support one another. We want to see God move for one another. <clears throat> Number one, you need people who want to see results. Number two, you need people that are full of faith when they pray. You need people that are full of faith when they pray. What does that mean? We're not, ooh, child, I don't know. I don't know. No, you need people that are going to say, let's do it. 
Let's go. Let's make it happen. So number one, people who want results. Can I just get you to say, I want results. Number two, people that are full of faith. Can I get you to type that? I'm full of faith. You need people around you that are full of faith. You don't need no people around you that are going to talk negative, that are going to talk doubt, that are going to talk mess, that are going to talk drama. Ooh, child, I don't know. No, you need people around you that are going to be full of faith and say, God, you said it. We believe it. And that settles it. And then Thirdly, you want people around you, watch me, that will pray for you, not pray on you. P-R-E-Y. You want people that will pray for you, not pray on you. Um, and those are three characteristics of what, why we gather together to corporately pray every Monday night. Yes, you can pray on your own. Yes, you can pray by yourself. But when we gather together, we're gathering together for results. We are gathering together because we are full of faith. There's power when we get, and I know it's digital, but there's power when we gather together digitally. There is power. That's why when you get off a of prayer on Monday night, you feel like you could take over, right? Who wave at me if I'm telling the truth. That's why when we get off a of prayer on Monday night, you feel like I got this. I can do this. You feel strengthened. If you came in feeling like a kitty cat, you came out feeling like a lion. Like the Bible says, the righteous are as bold as a lion. What does that mean? That I'm going to take and get what is mine, what God has ordained. And then uh, um, we are those that when we come together, uh, that we are those that are praying for one another, not praying on one another. So there's power when we pray together. So I want to encourage you every Monday night, join us in prayer, seven o'clock mountain nine o'clock Eastern. Guys, do me a favor. If you have not shared this yet, click share on Facebook and on YouTube. Can I get you to click the icon so you get notifications when we go live across all of our different YouTube channels? And the same thing for Facebook. Click the bell. I believe it's a bell on Facebook so you get notified when we go live. And then of course, Instagram, you do the same thing. Click to get notifications so that you know, and to our oncoming Gospel Radio Network family, I need for you to do the same thing. All right, listen, just a couple of quick announcements, and then we're going into prayer. But before we go into prayer, let's talk about yesterday's message. Can we do that for a minute? Let's talk about yesterday's message, Survivor. Can I just get you, if you've already watched it, if you were in Denver in the building or you watched it live, can you just type on whatever platform you're on. And Harvest Channel, everybody on our website, you can do the same thing too. You can click share and just click the button there to share. You can text the page to somebody. You can share too, all right? So don't think that you only have to be on a social media page to be able to share, all right? Um, let's talk about yesterday's message, all right? Type something that spoke to you, that gave you life, gave you inspiration, destruction. What did you get out of yesterday's message? That word yesterday was a whole situation. Do you hear me? It was a whole situation. Uh, I see fire. I see lots of fire. Like, talk to me, y'all. What was it for you? Let me pull up some of my Facebook comments so I can see what you all are saying. That word yesterday was a whole situation. Oh, wow. That's crazy. It says insert date. <laughs> Command your week prayer. Insert date. Um, today's date. All right. Listen, um, it was a whole situation uh, yesterday. I'm seeing your uh, your comments uh, the whole message spoke to you. You talked about me in both of them. When you preached, Job, that summed up my entire life. I got a text message from a pastor literally during the message, during the 1115. And during the message, he literally said the same thing. He said, Bishop, he said, listen, he said, bro, you are preaching my entire life uh, uh, so much. The way the conversation went, God nominated Job twice. Yes, my silence is better than sin. Yes. 
It was amazing, sir. I'm a survivor. Come on, what else? Let me see your comments. Come on. What spoke to you from yesterday's message? If you did not watch it or you have not seen it, <clears throat> can I get you to do yourself a favor? Text the word HARVEST to the uh, telephone number 877-552-4746. 877-552-4746. When you do that, you'll get our app that'll help you to stay connected to everything that is HARVEST, all right? It was definitely comforting and encouraging. Yes, it was amazing, sir. Yes, y'all talk to me. What spoke to you? How Job did sin against God, but the Bible said he did. On Wednesday, I'm going to show you why. Wednesday's message, I'm going to tell you right now. Wednesday's message at Harvest, is we're in this series called Reality TV. Because this is going to be a month where things are real for you. Um, that is why, watch me, these last 14 days of this month, I need you to realize that in these last two weeks, there's some things that are not real that will become real for you. So we're doing this series, Reality TV. Um, and I'm going to show you on Wednesday, the message is called Shark Tank. And I'm going to show you on Wednesday why the Bible says that he didn't sin against God, even though he did. All right. Uh, God nominated, nominated Job, Job to be tested. Yes. Every upgrade requires a test. Yes. What else? What what can uh, happen in one day? Yes. The difference a day makes. It's okay to have human moments. Yes. Just don't stay there. What else? Um, still in it, but stronger and don't notice it. Can I tell y'all the part that spoke to me the loudest? I only said it at the 11.15. And yesterday I didn't select the 11.15 to be the one released on podcast. But you can always go to the Harvest Channel. And you can see both of the full experiences on the Harvest Channel on our website and on Facebook, both of the full experiences on there. on YouTube. It just has the selected one and it just has the message. Um, but let me say this. What spoke to me the most was at the 11.15, I said that for many people, you are still in your testing situation and you just don't know it. You're not out of it yet, but you are such a survivor. You don't even know that you're still in it. Can I just get you to type on the screen? I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. Seriously. Uh, you seriously need to watch that message. And um, I did a live on Instagram. We shared it on Bishop Foreman Facebook and YouTube on Saturday night. You got to go watch that. You really, really, really got to do it. Um, somebody said, I felt Job's pain. I understand him completely. Yes. Um, you really, guys, you got to do it. Like, for those who did not watch the message, for those of you who watched it and saw it, can you just drop a fire? Just drop that little fire emoji if you're on a, a social media site so that the people who did not watch know that they need to watch. You got to watch that word. I promise you're a survivor, Paris. You're a survivor, Chesley. You're a survivor, Danielle. You're a survivor, Tiana. You're a survivor, uh, 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 um, uh, Sharon. You're a survivor. You are a survivor, Yolanda. You're a survivor, Karen. I'm just looking at the comments coming through. You're a survivor, Ron. You're a survivor, Jelana. You are a survivor. You really got to watch that word. Um, this is what we're going to focus our time of prayer in tonight. We're going to dissect and we're going to go in depth um, into yesterday's message. We want to cover several layers in prayer. Everybody pay close attention to me. You have done such a good job surviving that what we're going to do tonight through prayer. Somebody says, I'm going to watch both of them later. You really have to. That what you have done is sometimes you do not extract all of the lessons and the principles from what you've survived because you're so good at surviving. And I taught you on Saturday night that to survive, it means that you outlast what kills others. 
To survive means that you literally last through stuff that takes other people out. All right. So that's where we're going to spend our time in prayer tonight. If you haven't shared, share me whatever platform you're on. Come on. Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. You share. Both Instagrams, you share. Harvest Channel, share. YouTubes, you share. Facebooks, you share. You ready? Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you and we honor you, sir. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this time. Thank you for this night. This is the day that you have made and we shall rejoice and be made glad in it. God, we thank you for our time to pray tonight. We thank you for our time to pray tonight. We thank you, God, that you hear us and we thank you that you respond. We thank you that you hear us and we thank you that you respond. We thank you, God, that you are literally with us in our time of prayer tonight. And Father, we boldly approach the throne of grace tonight and we ask for forgiveness, God, for all of our sin that committed knowingly and unknowingly tonight, God. And we pray, Lord, that you would be with us tonight. We ask that you forgive us for our sin. That's to miss the mark. That's to make mistakes. We ask that you would forgive us for our iniquity. That is the generational sin that we have practiced. God, you call us to be curse breakers. Forgive us for every time that we became a curse perpetuator. Forgive us for every time we practiced what we were supposed to be the end of. And then, Father, we pray for forgiveness for transgression. That is to willfully deviate, God, from what we knew to be right. Forgive us, God, for smelling ourselves. Forgive us for getting arrogant. Forgive us for thinking more highly of ourselves than we ought. Forgive us for that, Lord. And tonight we say thank you. And tonight we say thank you. And tonight we say thank you. You're a survivor, Sherry. And tonight we say thank you, God. We pray tonight, God, that you would give us the words to say. When we pray, God, we are not just speaking aimlessly. We are adjudicating in the spirit. What does that mean? It means we are going into the realm of the unseen. We are setting things in order so that what is unseen becomes seen. I'll say it again. We are going into the realm of the unseen and we are setting things in order. We are setting things in alignment so that it affects the things that are seen in the name of Jesus. And we thank you that God, you are with us tonight as we pray. We cast off every heavy burden tonight. God, I pray that we would feel less burden by the time we get off prayer tonight. God, that it would not just be a reality in the spirit, but it'd be a reality in even in how we feel, that we would feel lighter. Come on, y'all, that we would feel lighter. We cast our cares upon you and our burdens upon you because you care for us tonight. And on every single platform that we are joined together tonight on, I pray, God, that we would be those that get results. I pray that we would be full of faith, and I pray that we would pray for one another and not pray on one another. We are united tonight in prayer and we expect results. Psalm 133 said, wherever there is unity, I feel like praying tonight. There is a commanded blessing. Wherever there is unity, there is a commanded blessing. What does that mean? Now, that's a blessing that nothing can block. Wherever there is unity, that's a blessing that nothing can block. And we declare on every platform tonight, God, that we have unity. We have unity that we'll see results. We have unity that we are full of faith. We have unity that we are praying for one another and not on one another in the name of Jesus. And God, tonight, as you direct what we pray, God, we loose this time into your hands. We say you have your way now, even in prayer tonight. We ask you, God, even as we start praying, that many people would give their lives to you. The week has already started with an abundant harvest of uh, lives coming to you and decisions being made. And so tonight, God, we pray that that same thing would happen on Instagram. Same thing would happen on Facebook. Same thing would happen on YouTube. 
Same thing would happen on the Harvest Channel, that people tonight would come to you. And Father, we pray that nothing would block them, nothing would stop them, that when that net is dropped and the invitation is given, they would respond. And for that, we say thank you. I pray, God, and rebuke every distraction. Come on, y'all, that would try to rise up while we are in prayer. For every distraction that would try to rise up on our phones, every distraction that would rise up in our homes, every distraction that would rise up, uh, God, even on jobs that people may be on. Every distraction that would rise up for those that are watching prayer in the gym or exercising. I pray for focus. Come on, type focus on the screen. We pray for focus tonight. In the name of Jesus, as we are praying, and you said, God, that wherever two agreed on anything, it would be done for them. We covered that last week in prayer. And God, we are gathered together in America. We're gathered together overseas. We are gathered together in different cities. We're gathered together in different places. And God, we declare tonight that as we are gathered together, Lord, uh, that you would not only hear us, that you would not only answer, but that you would command the blessing. We will focus in on prayer tonight. I rebuke being tired. I rebuke being lazy. I rebuke God anything that would interfere. You said to Peter, James, and John, could they not pray with you, God, for one hour because they began to grow weary and to grow tired in their time of prayer? I pray tonight, God, that we would not grow tired in our time of prayer. Come on, y'all, that we would not grow weary in our time of prayer. In fact, I pray that we would be energized from prayer. I pray that we would be energized from prayer. I pray that we would be set on fire from prayer. Jeremiah, when he felt like giving up and he said he would never even utter your name again, God, you said to, uh, he said uh, that when he wanted to give up, it was just like fire that was shut up in his bones. What does that mean? Is that from the inside out, God, he was full of passion. From the inside out, he was full of purpose. From the inside out, did he move and what do you ordain? And that's what I pray for us tonight, God. And from the inside out, we are focused. From the inside out, we are passionate. From the inside out, we are energized. From the inside out, God, we have everything that we need to be have endurance, to have endurance. And endurance, God, is not just lasting. Endurance, God, is lasting even if everything we need, we do not have. We declare that we are those that have endurance. Please type that if you're on a social platform. I have endurance. I have endurance. We are those that have endurance. We are those that make it to the end and still have energy. In the name of Jesus, I pray tonight, God, that you would renew our strength and renew our youth. Your word says God, that you would renew our strength, uh, even like an eagle in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it. That's Isaiah 40 and 31. He says, those who wait upon the Lord. Wait there, God, means serve. Wait there means serve. Those who serve the Lord, they will renew their strength. They will mount up on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. I rebuke your weariness in the name of Jesus. In whatever areas that you feel weary, I rebuke your weary and declare that you would not grow weary because Isaiah 40 and 31 makes a promise, God, that they that wait on the Lord, they that serve the Lord, that our strength will be renewed. What does that mean? That we'll be energized over and over and over and over again. I pray that you've got the energy to be a father, the energy to be a mother, the energy to be a pastor, the energy to lead your business, the energy to, uh, to, to be an entrepreneur, the energy to launch a new location. I pray you have the energy to do 
what it is that you are called to do. I pray you have the energy to do. This is for somebody tonight, to do what you are called to do. I pray that you would not be the fargent. I pray that you would not walk around with bags up under your eyes, but I pray that he would renew your strength. That means um, renew your strength means you'll gain new strength. That you would renew your strength, God, and that we would mount up like eagles. What do eagles do? Eagles, watch me, they start high, they drop low, and it's in the downward that they get the lift they need. To, for them to fly. I pray God that in our down moments, y'all gonna pray with me tonight, that we get the lift we need to fly. That in the moments we feel discouraged, that we get the lift we need to fly. And that in the moments we feel like giving up, we get the lift we need to fly. That in the moments we think we can't do anymore, we get the lift we need to fly. In the name of Jesus, come on, I need you to type eagle on the screen. Eagle on the screen. Eagle, that's how eagles get their lift. He says, you're going to mount up with wings like an eagle, which means I got to study the eagle, God, to know how I'm going to get my energy. My energy is not going to come like this. My energy is going to come where I'm going to have a moment where it feels like I'm dropping. But in that drop, that's where I'm getting my lift. In my drop, that's where I'm getting my lift. Come on here. In my drop, that's where I'm getting my lift. Come on here. In my drop, that's where I'm getting my lift. In the name of Jesus. So God, watch me. We thank you for the drop. Let's go. We thank you for the drop because the drop is what gave us the lift. The drop is what gave us the lift. The drop is what gave us the lift. Thank you, God, for the moments we felt not good enough. It gave us our lift. Y'all better come on and pray with me. Thank you, God, for the moments that we felt uh, like we didn't have what it took. That gave us our lift. Thank you for the moments we felt overwhelmed. That gave us the lift. Thank you for the moments that we felt like we didn't know how it was going to happen. That gave us the lift. Thank you for the moments that it felt like everything was against us. It gave us our lift. In the drop, that's where we get the lift. In the drop, that's where we get the lift. In our drop, that's where we get the lift. And tonight, God, we declare we're lifting. And tonight, God, we're lifting. And tonight, God, we're lifting. And tonight, God, we are lifting. Come on. And tonight, we are lifting. We're lifting in our families. We're lifting in our finances. We're lifting in our faith. We're lifting in our future. Everything that we are doing, we declare that we have a lift. Come on here, Tanisha. We have a lift. We have a lift. We have a lift in Jesus' name. Then, God, you said in Isaiah 40, 31, that we would run and not grow weary. God, I pray that we'd have the ability to move quickly. I rebuke the paralysis of analysis. I rebuke us taking forever to make simple decisions. I rebuke us being paralyzed because we don't want to make a bad decision. I rebuke that paralysis tonight. Wave at me on any social platform if you've been stuck in some decision-making process, if you feel paralyzed by the analysis. You, it's the paralysis of analysis. You feel like you can't move because you are trying to analyze. And in your analyzation, watch me, you are not running. You are not running. You have stopped. I pray, God, that according to Isaiah 40, 31, that we would run. What does that mean? We would be able to move quickly. We'd be able to move quickly. God, I pray that in our next 12 months, we would be able to move quickly. And not just quickly, God, but efficiently. Efficiently. It's not enough just to move fast if we're going in the wrong direction. It's not enough just to run, but you run into the wrong place. It's not enough to run, God, and we're running the wrong way. But we pray, God, that we would have the energy, the strength, God, uh, to run and not grow weary. That we will move quickly and we move in the right direction. We will move quickly and we make the right decision. We will move quickly and we won't. 
do exactly what you have ordained. Therefore, God, we commit our decisions to you. You said that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. The steps of a righteous man. You made us righteous according to Romans are ordered by the Lord, which means, God, that you will order our decisions so we can make them quickly. I rebuke us, God, sitting in places where we are simply paralyzed because of all of what we're trying to analyze. And in Jesus' name, God, the last part of this, this says they will walk and not faint. 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 And I pray, God, that we would not faint. I rebuke God those moments where we think, where, where, watch me, where we give up and we give out because of the journey. Where we give up and we give out because of the journey. I pray, God, that we would not give up nor give out because of the journey. And we thank you for it right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Can I get everybody? Can I get everybody? Can I get everybody to just say amen right there? Come on. Listen, guys, if you're just coming in, like this video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share this video tonight. Listen, I'm excited about prayer. Can't you tell? I am always excited about prayer. If you have not shared this, I need for you to share tonight. I need for you to share. Let me give you the Hebrew definition of that word walk. So let me teach you something real quick. Whenever I give you Hebrew definitions, that's typically going to deal with Old Testament. When I give you Greek definitions, that's going to deal with New Testament. Bishop Puma, why in the world do you take the time to teach the people you lead Hebrew and Greek? It's very simple because in the scripts, God, the Bible is not an English book. God is not an American. All right. Um, Jesus is not an American. This is not an American concept. This is not uh, an evangelical concept. Certainly not that. All right. Watch me. Check this out. Um, the Bible is a book that is written um, in Hebrew and then the New Testament, the primary language there in terms of translation is Greek in terms of translation. All of that being said, I give you that because when you go from Hebrew to English, on average, you're going to have about three words that are slightly different in translation. And when you go from Greek to English, it's about two. So the reason I teach you the words is so that you know everything behind what's being said. All right. Um, let me just teach for all of my Bible students. All of those, if you're not in Harvest Bible College, you should get enrolled. Go check it out uh, on our website. In fact, next week, I believe we're going to be presenting a degree for a recent graduate and we're going to do it at the Royal Campus. Many times we'll, we'll send them out for, for graduates, especially during Corona time. But I believe we're going to present one. But everybody, listen. Can I get a few of y'all to type Bible College on the screen? Put that website up. Harvest Church, that church, 4 slash HBC. But let me say this. Um, but in that, um, so that's why I give you that. So let me teach you for all of my Bible students, Bible College students, all of those of you who love to study the word. All right. Do not use as your first resource. Do not get a dictionary like an American Webster's dictionary or dictionary.com or whatever. That's not your first source. That is not your first source because the, the primary languages of the scripture are not English. All right. So I just gave you that for free. Do not use that as your first source in trying to understand the word of God. Thank you, Daniel. She says you're an effective teacher. To God be the glory. That, guys, do not use that as your first method to understand the word. All right. Because you're, you're, you're not. That's not the original language. All right. There you go. Here we go. Bishop, what should I use? You should go to Bible college. That's what you should do. Go to Bible College and you know exactly what to do. You can literally earn an associate's in biblical studies 
You can do it in your own time. It's very inexpensive to do. We created the Bible college for those who want to go deeper. Bishop, do I have to be a member to go to Bible college? Nope. You do not have to be a member to go to Bible college. You can, uh, you can be, you can be part of any church. Um, you can be, you can be a harvester. You can be any, any church and you can do it all online. It's all self-paced study. So some of you, this is your answer because some of you are like, I want to go back to school, but I don't know what to go to school for. God just answered you. He just answered you because you get you spending a lot of money on stuff you're not going to use. And for somebody, your answer, God just gave you your answer. Your answer is you need to invest in your spirit. You need to invest in your spiritual growth. All right. Here we go. All right. So that when it says we so walk and not um, walk and not faint. Everybody listen to this. Uh, walk. Everybody. This is so good to me. Walk there. It means behave yourself. Shut up. Walk means to have conversation. So check this out. The Bible says, listen very carefully, when it says they will walk and not be and not faint, it means you will behave yourself and you will guard your conversations and not get messy. That's what it means. So when the scripture says you will walk and not faint, it means you will behave yourself. Father, we thank you that you give us the ability to behave ourselves. You give us the ability to behave ourselves. What does that mean? That we're not wild and out doing stuff we know we ought not be doing. Thank you, God. Come on, y'all. That you give us the grace to behave ourselves. Y'all ain't praying with me tonight. And God, you give us the grace to guard our conversations. What does that mean? To be careful what we say and to be careful to whom we say it to. And in that, God, that we will not faint, meaning we will not get messy, that we will not get sloppy, that we will not get careless in what we do. And for that, we say thank you. Can I just get you to drop Isaiah 40 and 31 on the screen? We just prayed that scripture. Isaiah 40 and 31. Isaiah 40 and 31. My God. All right. So listen, yesterday's message, guys, somebody says, I've been walking well, then praise him. Come on. Um, listen, yesterday's message. A survivor. And again, if you did not watch yesterday's message, I need for you to get it in our app. Go to you, go to our you. Actually, just get our app. That's the simplest way to stay connected to Harvest. How do you do it? Again, can I get you guys to type it one more time? Text the word Harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746. All right. When you do that, again, you're going to stay connected to everything Harvest. You get the alerts. When we go live, when I go live, special lives. I'm feeling very prophetic um, this during this time. Um, and so um, I may pop up again on Instagram later and uh, begin bringing up people to begin to prophesy that to them. All right. And why do we use Instagram for that? Because I can pull you up on the screen and then begin to prophesy. So I encourage you to make sure you follow me on Instagram. All right. Listen, yesterday's message was Survivor. All right, Survivor. And again, to get the app, it's text the word Harvest to 877-552-4746. Um, and, and I want to cover several things in prayer. There was so much revelation in that word yesterday. Guys, can I just be honest with you? If I'm your pastor, or if you're part of the Leadership Network, Harvest Leadership Network, we have over 100 pastors, ministries, et cetera, that are connected to our Leadership Network. If I am uh, your pastor or your bishop through the Leadership Network or your chancellor through Bible College or however you're connected to us, or you just rock with us, you're always on prayer, you're always watching, you just rock with us, you're part of the extended family. Can I, can I make this suggestion to you? You cannot listen to just to one of my messages once. You can't because it's full of meat. Can I get any witnesses there? And I'm not trying to self-aggrandize or anything like that. I'm not giving cookies and cornflakes. I'm not knocking those that serve that. I just don't serve that. 
What my job to do is to, as a shepherd, is to chop the food up to make sure it's edible from every uh, maturity level, whether you've walked with the Lord for many years or you're brand new. But you cannot listen to a Bishop Foreman message once and say, I got it. Come on, I see you. True story. True story. You cannot. You can't. All right, because statistics teach us that you're going to only remember 30% of what you hear the first time. And that's what you that's what you heard. That's not what was said. So it's going to take five, six, seven, eight times before you actually get it. And if you're eating a meal that's full of filet mignon and 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 good white bread with butter, come on. Like if you're eating a meal that is full of substance, you cannot just listen to it once. Can I please encourage you to make it your habit? If I'm not your pastor, whoever your pastor is to do that. But if I am your pastor, can I encourage you to make it a habit? You have got to listen to those messages more than once. You're going to have to listen several times because there's a lot of substance there. Do you hear me? There's a lot of substance there. Um, There's a lot of substance there. And so you got to make sure that you get it. All right. And so uh, in that, don't talk about bread. Listen, I already know. I already know. All right. So listen, you got me hooked on that white bread and butter. Listen, I already know. I already know. Listen, I already know. So listen, several things I want to cover in prayer from yesterday um, and yesterday's message. It was Survivor. And the show Survivor, it, it, uh, contestants compete in challenges. And here's what they're testing. Their physical ability, their mental ability and their endurance. Um, I want to pray for you. And this is going to be unique. You ready? I want to pray for your physical body. Y'all ready for me tonight? I want to pray for your physical body because in your next 12, you cannot be unhealthy. I need somebody to say amen to that. In your next 12, you cannot be unhealthy. In your next 12, you cannot have to depend on substances and pills and prescriptions. Come on tonight. In your next 12, you have got to be your healthiest 12. Y'all are not where y'all at. Don't get quiet on me. And so for many of you in your next 12, let me prophesy to you, the weight you've been trying to use, the strength you need to lose it is coming. Say amen. For those of you who have struggled with health challenges, where you have been confined to prescriptions and you have been confined to living off of substances in order to help regulate things in your next 12, I prophesy in the name of Jesus that you will see that turned around, that our God is a God of health and he's a God of healing. To heal means something went wrong, but health means nothing went wrong in the first place. And in Jesus' name, I pray that your physical body, that the strength you need to eat better, let's go. The strength you need to exercise, the strength you need to get out and walk, the strength you need to get up off of prescriptions, the strength that you need to get up off of substances. In Jesus' name, I pray, God, that that strength would come. Isaiah 40 and 31 says that that's what you would do for us, God. And we thank you for it. You're both a God of health and a God of healing. I pray, God, that we would be in the best shape of our lives in these next 12 months. I pray, God. That we'd have the right fitness plan, that we'd have the right uh, eating plan, that we would have the right patterns, that we would have got the right uh, uh, strategy throughout our day to be healthy. We will not be those that shout and speak in tongues and praise God and be out of shape. Come on. We will not be those 
that are spiritual and that are even successful, but are not physically healthy. We declare God that we would be both healthy and healed, healthy and healed. And so in Jesus name, the prophecy to everybody under the sound of my voice tonight, I, uh, first Samuel three nineteen says, and the Lord was with the man of God. And did not let one of his words fall to the ground. Is that in your next 12 months, you will be in the best shape of your life. You will be in the best physical shape of your life. I pray that whatever you need, whatever resources you need, whatever help you need, whatever you need to be healthy, that it would manifest for you quickly. And I pray that you would be focused. And I pray that people would look at you 12 months from now and sooner than 12 months. For many of you in the next 30 days and not be able to recognize you because of the drastic positive change and good change that comes to your physical body. I rebuke, oh yes God, I rebuke emotional eating. I rebuke us using food as a way to cope with challenges in the name of Jesus. And I declare that we would be healthy and healed, healthy and healed in Jesus name. If you agree with that, and you're on a social platform, type that healthy and heal, healthy and heal, healthy and heal. And guys, hear me. Skinny doesn't mean healthy. So the prayer is healthy and heal because you can be skinny and out of shape. You can be skinny and have a heart attack. Skinny don't mean healthy. We want to be healthy and heal, healthy and heal in the name. Y'all better come on today. Somebody said just started today. Come on here. Come on here. Come on. Whatever you need, it is manifesting for you. So that way, for those of you that are grandparents, you can enjoy your grandkids and you ain't tired because y'all didn't walk four steps. For those of you that are parents, you can enjoy your children. For those of you that, uh, 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 watch me, uh, uh, in an environment like Harvest where we're high energy, you got to have your energy. You got to have your energy to praise God. Are you hear what I'm saying? I need you to be healthy and healed. I need you to look your best, baby. Do you hear me? I need you to look your best. Talk your best, walk your best. Hey, glory to God. All right, I know y'all weren't ready for that prayer. I know you weren't ready for that prayer. All right, for those of you who may say, Bishop, I need some resources. I need help. Guys, I did a webinar um, about how I lost and shed 95 pounds, all, well, the first 75 and then another 20 after that. Um, I did a webinar. I did it all naturally and I did it over um, the first 75 pounds I lost in three months. Um, and so I did a webinar on how to do that. How can you get that? It's on our website. It's in our online store and you can get it through our app. It's called how to lose. Just type in, uh, pounds in our store. It's in our, it's in our store. I need you to grab that. If you're like, I don't know what to do. Um, you can't just look at everything that's on YouTube. You can't just look at everything that's on um, you know, on some social media site, right? I, I, stuff will pop up on social media. One thing will say 75 pounds in three months. Uh, one thing will say, do this. Another thing will say, do that. So can I tell you what I did? Y'all ready for this? Here's how I lost the weight. I prayed for a strategy. I prayed for a strategy. And I said, God, um, I watched this documentary. This documentary said, you know, stop eating these things. So I stopped eating these things. And then I prayed for a strategy. And I said, God, how am I going to do this? And the strategy worked. Now I have this new fitness goal. And I shared that. I, I, why am I so open and honest with you? Because I just like to share some of my journey with you to help encourage you in your journey. And so I got this new, um, this new fitness goal. And so I'm building all, I'm building all this muscle. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm not a fan of it because it increases my weight. Muscle weighs more than fat. 
and increases my weight, even though it's good weight. Um, but I don't like it. I like the number. For everybody who's about to comment and say, Bishop, you look great. I, praise the Lord. Thank you. Um, for everybody who's going to say, Bishop, it's not about the numbers, it's about how you feel. Please keep that comment. I already know. All right. Thank you so much. I don't care nothing about that. The only thing I care about is the number. All right. Because I'm a, I'm a man that likes results. I need to, I got to see the numbers. The numbers don't lie. All right. Um, the numbers may be lied about, but the numbers don't lie. All right. And so, um, and so that's, that's what I did. So even with this new fitness, I've prayed for a strategy and I've tried some different things and I've looked at some different things. And so I said, well, what's my strategy? He said, son, I need you to go with what you have seen work. And that's what we got to do. All right. Here's the second thing. The mental abilities. This this show survivor. It goes with the mental abilities. Um, the mental abilities. I want to pray for your mind. I want to pray for your mind. So the Bible says this. The Bible says um, that he restores my soul. He restores my soul. In Psalm um, 23 and 3. I want to read this. He restores my soul. He leads me to the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Um, but listen, your soul is your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. Your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. Um, and it's good for you to be, don't yo, good for you to be spiritual. But it is also, <laughs> it is also, exactly, that's what I don't want to look like, don't you? It is also, hear me, it is also important that you are mentally strong. That you are mentally strong. That you are mentally strong. Because I'm not talking to you, baby girl. That you are mentally strong. When the Bible says he restores my soul, restore means he's putting my soul back together. Your soul is your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. So why does your soul need to be restored? Everybody listen. Because through life, parts of your soul are left in situations. I'll say it again. Through life, parts of your soul are left in previous situations. Some of your mind, <laughs> some of your thoughts, some of your will, some of your emotions. Are, now she want to talk. I know, uh, uh, old girl want to talk, but I ain't talking to her. And when I am talking to her, she don't listen. Uh, your soul is left. So some of your soul is left in that past relationship. Some of your soul is left at that old job. Some of your soul is left with those old friends. Some of your soul, it gets left in situations. So consequently, for everybody... Who says, I'm just going to give him a piece of my mind. I need you to stop doing that because you don't have that many pieces left to give. All right. Some of you, you, your soul is still in another city. So you're not even, you're asking God to move somewhere new, but you ain't even fully where you are. Y'all ain't going to say that to me. Uh, your soul gets left. Part of your soul is left in that, in that first marriage. Got it. So now you're having difficulties in your second marriage or your third marriage and your difficulties there are not because of your current spouse. Your difficulties are because part of your soul is left with somebody else. Got it. So now if I don't have all of my soul present, pay close attention. If I don't have all of my soul present, then when I make decisions, I'm making decisions with part of my mind. Mm. Got it. With part of my thoughts, part of my will, part of my emotions. So this is why uh, it takes you so long to, who am I talking to when I say this? If I'm talking to you, wave at me when I say this next part. It takes you so long to make simple decisions. It takes you so long to come to conclusions. That's because it is like you're trying to operate a, a, a jet and you got a propeller. You got a propeller. You got a propeller. You have a propeller. You got me? But you're trying to operate a jet. 
Well, a propeller ain't going to work for it yet. So here's what we're going to cover in prayer now. We're going to cover in prayer now, everybody listen, that your soul would be restored. Because when you go through any time of testing, like we looked at in the message yesterday of Survivor, the test is predicated upon using all of your soul. I need all of you in this. I need all of you in this. Some of you, watch me, some of you, you're not present now because you're so future-minded. Jesus is stuck in between two thieves. We're about to cover this in prayer, but I need you to listen. Jesus is stuck in between two thieves. And Jesus is in the middle. One thief is trying to pull him to the past. The other thief is in the future. When you come into your kingdom, will you remember me? Dude, you're literally being crucified right now. And you're worried about the future. The other guy is, is turning and worrying about the past. So you're stuck in between two thieves, the past and the future. One is a thief. The other is a thief too, because you're not present in your now. So you are missing your now because you are so focused on your next that you don't even maximize your now and all of your soul's not even in your now. So we're going to cover your soul in prayer tonight because when you're tested, the presumption is that all of your soul is there. And how many of us can be honest that there are decisions and things we've done that when we look back, you were like, what was I thinking? Wave at me. Wave at me. What was I thinking? Why did I do that? Why did I say that? It's quiet here. Why did I say that? Why did I act like that? Because you weren't all there. Part of your soul was left with your last church. Woo. Part of your soul was with your last pastor. <clears throat> it's quiet in the church tonight. And so whenever your soul is not fully present, um, you're going to have challenges. So, the, so David says, restore my soul. All these pieces of me that I have left and all of these different situations, bring all of that back. Because I need all of me in right now. Come on. I need all of me in my right now. I need all of me in my right now. I need all of my mind. I need all of my thoughts. I need all of my will. And I need all of my emotions right in this moment. Y'all better hear me. So, Father, we pray tonight, God, that you would restore our souls. Bring back together all of the pieces of us that are left and scattered in different situations, in different circumstances, in different environments, in past places, in past experiences, and God, the parts of us that are we've thrown into the future. We pray, God, in Jesus' name, that our soul would be restored, that we would have mental fortitude and mental strength to move in what you have ordained. I pray that we have got the mental fortitude that you had. The Bible said, let this mind that was in Christ be in you also. Your mindset, God, when you were in the middle of the Garden of Gethsemane, you said, God, that uh, uh, it, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, your will be done. God, you didn't just say it once, which means your mind fought you on doing the right thing. Woo, God. That even the mind of the Lord, that part of his humanity, it fought him from doing the right thing. And a second time you said, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. But God, your mental ability and your mental fortitude, your, all of your soul was present. And you said, nevertheless, not my will. That's part of my soul. That's part of my soul. That's part of my soul. Not my will, but your will be done. And for that, God, we say thank you. That you are the God that restores our souls. Pull us out of past relationships. Pull us out of past 
uh, situationships, pull us out of past entanglements, pull us out of past pain, pull us out of pain, uh, past uh, uh, job environments, church environments, spiritual environments, life environments. Pull us out of the past uh, and pull those parts of us that, that we have cast off into the future and bring them into our now. We declare that we have the mental ability that says, nevertheless, y'all better pray with me tonight. We have the mental ability that says, nevertheless, that we would make the right decision because it's the God decision because it is what you have ordained and not what we have ordained for ourselves. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus name. Y'all ought to say amen right now. Wow. Wow. Um, wow. That's good to me. Is prayer blessing anybody tonight? Is prayer blessing anybody tonight? Y'all wave at me if it's blessing you. If you're just coming in, do me a favor. Like this video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share. When you share, people get saved. Several people gave their lives to the Lord. Wait until you see the count. Several people gave their lives to the Lord. I'm believing for a harvest. We're going to drop that net in just about five minutes or so. And I'm believing God for a major harvest tonight of souls. Um, let me give you another scripture that I want to attach into prayer with this. What are we doing? I am taking yesterday's message and we are covering different aspects in prayer. I'm teaching you a principle. Every time you get a message, you hear a message, you got to now take what you just got and cover it in prayer. You got to take what you just got. What up, Tim? You got to take what you just got and you got to cover that thing in prayer. All right. It says um, this, this is Philippians 2, 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. If I listen to this version, New American Standard, have this attitude within yourselves. Your attitude is your fixed thinking posture. It's your fixed thinking posture. So if you have a good attitude, that means that your fixed thinking posture sees things as doable. If you have a bad attitude, that means your fixed thinking posture sees things as undoable, sees things as impossible. So I want to cover this. Ready? Your attitude. What's your attitude? I've taught on attitudes in depth before. Um, as a matter of fact, let me just here. Let me see. Look, come on, computer. I've taught on attitudes before, and uh, I want to share this with you because it's going to help you. Um, there are negative attitudes. This attitude. Now, if this was you, I just need you to be honest with me. Wave at me. And then we're going to move from here. Shalom. Good to see you. Um, and then we're going to, we're going to, I probably won't get as far as I want to go, but I want to, I want to hit this because when we talk about your mental ability, it's so important that we hit your attitude, that we hit your attitude. You have met somebody whose attitude sucked. Sucked is a Hebrew word for sucked. <laughs> just wasn't good. You ever met somebody like that whose attitude was just off? All right. There's a few types of attitudes. Here's number one, uh, a negative attitude. This com They complain, they blame, they frustrated, they doubt, they have anger, they run from anything that challenges them. They have hatred, they're pessimists, they only see the worst, they have resentment, that means they're bitter, they're jealous, they're, and they have an inferiority complex. How do you know somebody has an inferiority complex? Because they always compare themselves to everybody else. Well, she got this. Well, he got that. Well, look at, ooh, look at, mm -mm, mm -mm. if that's been your attitude, if you've had a negative attitude or you currently have a negative attitude, can I, can I stretch you? Can I just get you to be honest and just do, just do the hand to say it's me? Just do the hand to say it's me. Just do the hand to say it's me. I'm going to shut that down. Father, we shut down negative attitudes. My God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, let this attitude, let this attitude that was in you be in us. You did not have a negative attitude. You weren't a complainer. You didn't blame God. You weren't walking around with frustration without a solution. 
You didn't walk around with doubt and anger. You didn't run away from what challenged you. You didn't have hatred and pessimism and resentment and jealousy and inferiority. So in Jesus' name, we release any negative attitudes we've had about any area of our lives. We are real so we can heal. Come on, y'all. We are real so we can heal. And tonight, God, we thank you that you caused us not to have a negative attitude. Here's the next attitude, guys. If this is you, as I read it, just do the hand wave emoji. This is, we're going to have to wrap this up right around here. Um, a neutral attitude. They ignore things. They wait for somebody else to do what they could do. They live a lazy life. They're, they are complacent. What does that mean? There is no need to change. They are indifferent, which means they have no concern and no importance. They have detachment. That means they're conspicuously uninvolved. That means this is the person that only shows up when it's showtime, but any other time, they're not going to do anything. They are disconnected. They never, ever make connection and they are unemotional. What does that mean? Is that somebody that they love can walk out and they are totally unbothered by it, um, which means, watch me, not that you should be governed by your emotions, but emotion, E out of change, there should certainly be something that evokes something. If you have had a neutral attitude in your past or right now, do the hand wave emoji. Let's shut that down. Father, in Jesus' name, we shut down having a neutral attitude. We shut down having a neutral attitude. And Father, we pray that this, since that's not the attitude you have, that is not the attitude that we will have. In Jesus' name, we shut that down. Here's the next attitude, a sickened attitude, S-I-K-K-E-N. See, so guys, even on prayer, you're getting a lot. Even on prayer, you're getting a lot. You got to go back and watch prayer again. I wish I could be basic, but I just don't know how to do it. All right. <laughs> um, um, negative, a sickened attitude, they are negative about the positive. So a sickened attitude person gets a new job and they're like, yeah, I got this new job, but, you know, I got to work until five. Dude, didn't you pray for a new job? Didn't you pray for a new opportunity? Yeah, I moved to this new city, but mm, I don't know nobody. Didn't you ask God to get you out of your last city? Like, like, come on. Uh, yeah, you know, I got married, but ooh, child, me, ooh, they, all they want to do is talk. Didn't you beg God for a spouse? Didn't you cry and weep? Y'all are quiet tonight on these comments now. Why y'all getting quiet on me? They begin a sickened attitude. They are positive. They are negative about positive stuff. They get money. Yeah, but I got to pay taxes. You ought to be glad you hit a new tax bracket. Are you hearing me? A sickened attitude that is a person that is positive, or excuse me, they are negative about positive stuff. You lose weight. Yeah, but I got to get new clothes. Did you not sit up and beg God to make you healthy? It's quiet. It's quiet here. If you have had this sickened attitude or have it right now, wave at me. Come on, be real so you can heal. You were Bishop for me. You never got a front when you were me. What does it mean to front, Bishop? It means you don't have to pretend. You do not have to pretend. You with me. You're in a safe place. I got you. Got you covered. All right. A sickened attitude. Uh, yeah, you're in leadership now. Yeah, but you know, leadership got more responsibilities. Did you not beg for God to use you and now he's used you and you mad because you got additional responsibilities? If you want to get treated like regular people, then go sit down and be regular. Got it? Get off the stage if you want to be treated regular. It's quiet. It's quiet in here today. All right. And then the second attitude, they are destructive about themselves and other people. A second attitude, they are destructive. They will tear stuff up and tear stuff down. All right, if that's you or in the past or right now, wave at me. Y'all got quiet. Wave at me. Father, in Jesus' name, we release any sickened attitude that has been in us 
and we release it now in Jesus name. We thank you, God, that that's not your attitude. So that's not our attitude. You said let the attitude that was in you also be in us. And that's what we pray for. And in Jesus name, here's the last attitude, a positive attitude. This is an attitude of confidence that says, I've got this because God gets me, has me. This is an attitude of happiness. What is that? That is pronoia. Pronoia, God, is the opposite of paranoia. Pronoia says there is a conspiracy in the world set up to benefit me. And we know all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So, Father, we have a pronoia mindset. We believe everything's working for our good. Our haters are working for our good. Our enemies are working for our good. What's working is working for our good. What's not working is working for our good. What's delayed is working for our good. What's distracted. Everything is working for our good. We have a positive attitude. God, we are sincere. That means we give everything we do 100%. We are determined. That means we'll get it done. We're optimists. That means things are getting better. Even if they look worse, Father, we declare they're getting better. Why? We're like an eagle and an eagle has to get its lift from its dive. I get my lift from my dive. I got to go down to come up. And the deeper down I go, the higher up I'm coming. And we thank you for it, God. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, um, that we have a sense of responsibility. That means we will do our part and add value. Father, we are flexible. We are reliable. Uh, we are humble and we are diligent. That are the, Those are the characteristics and the traits of a positive attitude. And that's the attitude we have. Come on. Can I just get you to drop a cross like positive? Just drop a cross. I got a positive attitude. Positive attitude. If you're on a social site, drop that, drop that, drop that. I got a positive attitude. That's the mind we have. Let. Let is an adverb, which means it's an action word, which means we have to take action to have that attitude, which is when we see our attitude getting neutral, we got to check it. When we see our attitude getting negative, give us the grace to check it. When we see our attitude becoming sick and give us the grace to check it right now so that we will have the mental ability that we need, God, to move in what you have ordained. And we thank you for it now. We are survivors in Jesus' name. Listen, y'all, I, I wish I could get to this last area that I wanted to cover. Actually, there's a few more I wanted to cover in prayer uh, from Sunday's message. Physical ability, mental ability, and endurance. And uh, I won't be able to cover that tonight in prayer, but here's the way I want to end. Can I get you, real quickly, I want you to put the initials of people that you know that do not know the Lord. Can I get you to type those on every social platform? And we're going to cover them in prayer. We're going to intercede for them that they would come to the Lord. I'm going to give you two instructions, right? The second instruction, I need you to type your prayer request. I need you to type your prayer request. Your prayer request is for you. It's not for somebody else. Three types of prayer. Pray, that means to ask for yourself. Intercede, that's to go to God on behalf of somebody that can't go to God on their own. That's to pray for an unsaved person, basically. And then third and finally... Uh, is to make supplication. That's to pray for another believer. When I say type your prayer request, this is about you. All right. So type the initials of those that are unsaved in your prayer request. I'm about to cover it all in prayer. Let's go. Father, in Jesus name, we cover every set of initials that are listed on the screen now. And God, we make intercession for them. And God, we press in prayer, which means God, we may have prayed for these people over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. But God, we will not give up and we will not stop until they love you and they serve you and they're saved. Until they love you and they serve you and they're saved. So we release their names to you. You know every initial. You know, every individual, we release their names to you, God, and we expect that they will give their lives to you. We put a time limit on it, God. We ask that you would do it this year. Whatever you got to do to draw them, draw them. 
Whatever you have to do, Lord, to get them out of whatever's distracting them, get them, God. We declare that this would be a year where they are saved and serving. God, for those that have been half-stepping, half with you, half not with you, those that have been uh, walking, God, in what some might call backsliding. The truth is, God, it wasn't just backsliding. It was slide, slipping, slipping, sliding, all kind of sliding. God, we pray in Jesus' name right now and they would come to you. No guilt, no condemnation, and no shame right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, I cover every prayer request that's being lifted up right now. And I pray, God, that you would answer with strategy. You are the God that when we pray, you do not just answer, but you answer with strategy. You answer God with exactly what needs to be done and what needs to happen. So in Jesus' name tonight, I cover them in prayer and I pray, God, that you would answer with strategy and that every praise or excuse me, every prayer request, God, that it will become a praise report. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus name, we pray. Amen. Guys, last two things and then we're out for here tonight. If prayer bless you, I want you to sow into it. How do you sow? And you can keep typing your prayer requests on whatever platform you're on. You can keep typing it. Um, here's what I uh, here's what I need you to do. Number one, number one, what I need you to do is if prayer bless you, so how do you sow? You can use the cash app, dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two, dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two. You can use that if you um, if there's um, if you want to use another platform, you can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, all of that. The email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. Can I get a few of you to type that on every platform? And then if you are already connected to Harvest, you got text to give and all of that. Or you can just go to our website and go harvestchurch.church forward slash give. And you can give and so that way. Kate Baker, what's going on? All right. Last thing I want to do. If you're on prayer tonight and you have not given your life to the Lord, tonight's your night. You have not been watching me all this time for nothing. If you were if you were close to the Lord at one point and you've fallen away, whatever platform you're watching me on or watching the replay on, I need for you to know this is not an accident. You need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord. Or if you're like, Bishop Holman, I'm not really sure where things stand with God, but I know I want to be sure tonight. Tonight, 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 whatever platform you have, if you're on the church Instagram, the Bishop Foreman Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter video, all of that, wherever you are at tonight, if you need to give your life to the Lord, tonight is your night to do that. Or you need to be sure or, or recommit yourself to it. On three, I'm going to ask you to do one thing. Guys, do not get off yet, please. Don't be like those people who get up in church doing an altar call. You're disrupting the flow of the Spirit. Stay on. All right? If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, I need for you to respond with the hand wavy emoji and say, it's me. One, two, three. Wherever you're at, whatever platform. If you're on Uncommon Gospel or the Harvest Church uh, TV network on our website, I just need you to wave your hand right where you're at. He said, Bishop, no one can see me. I'm by myself. God sees you. And that's what's important. He said, do not deny him publicly. He said, don't deny him and he won't deny you. Don't deny him. He won't deny you. Wherever you're at, whatever platform, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. Come on, Instagram. Wherever you're at, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me tonight. I will wait on you. Normally when I start counting, once I start counting, that's when people start responding. Five, I'm waiting. Four, I'm waiting. Three, and we're waiting on you. Two, we are waiting on you. One, I see you. I see you. I see you responding. Come on. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. We will wait on you tonight. We will wait on you tonight. It's 801. I see you. I see you. Come on. Keep responding wherever you are at every platform. I see you over here. I see you simply me. God is so proud of you tonight. Wherever you are at, guys. 
I want everybody to just follow me in this prayer. Keep responding, whatever platform you have. I literally have digital ambassadors on every platform that are watching and checking for your responses. All right, let's pray. Everybody says to me, say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I'm reconnected to you. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you are my God. In Jesus name. Amen. Congratulations to everybody that just prayed that prayer. Here's what I need you to do. Here's what I need you to do. I need for you to take your phone out. If you're watching on your phone, I just need you to do a screenshot of this. Text the word decision. D-E-C-I-S-I-O-M. Decision to the phone number 877-552-4746. When you do that, we're going to shoot you a text message right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Listen, um, in that, you're going to learn that one of the things you need to do is be connected to a church, be connected to a man of God. And we'd love for you to connect the harvest. And uh, you can do that. You don't have to be in Denver. You don't have to be in Atlanta. You can be anywhere and you can connect to us. So take out your cell phone, text the word decision. So that telephone number 877-552-4746. And if you just need to do a screenshot, screenshot it so you can get that. All right. I love you guys. Um, don't miss church on Wednesday night. It's going to be super, simply powerful. 877-552-4746. That's the phone number that you're going to text that to. Um, I love you guys. Church is going to be amazing on Wednesday. It's Shark Tank, which is really Survivor Part 2, if you want the truth. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Are you looking at me? Look, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look right here. Look, look right here. Don't miss it. Don't miss it, y'all. I promise you. Um, that word is amazing. I finished it um, today and uh, I'm just telling you that word is amazing. All right. So make sure that you're in church on Wednesday, seven o'clock mountain, nine o'clock Eastern. If you're in Denver, be in the building. If you're online, um, you can watch anywhere across America, around the world. All right. I love you guys. Keep me in your prayers. Um, and tomorrow um, I will be attending a, um, I'm scheduled to, um, there may be a shift, but I'm scheduled to attend um, a funeral uh, for a pastor who's uh, recently passed, or a life celebration, excuse me, a celebration of life, because um, it's a celebration. A pastor recently passed away. Guys, 1,700 pastors quit the ministry every month. Um, pastors, doctors, lawyers have the highest um, scenarios of, of struggling with substances and health and all types of things. And so if, if I bless you in any way, um, pastoring is, this is for, this, I was talking to somebody today, like, this is not for no, this ain't no punk. This is not a punk. And, uh, and so if I bless you in any way, keep me in your prayers. What's wrong, Bishop? What's wrong? Nothing. And I, I want to keep it that way. Pray for me. Uh, pray for my strength. Pray for my continued health. Pray that I am shalom. Can I just ask you to do that before you go to sleep tonight? If you're going to pray for me before you go to sleep tonight, can you wave at me? Don't lie to me. If you ain't going to do it, just don't respond. I, but if you're going to pray for me, if you're on the Harvest Channel or you're on one of the platforms, you can't respond. Can you just do the wave? Let the Lord see you. If you're going to pray for me, can I just get you to wave? Um, I look at the toll um, that doing this can take on a person's physical body and their mind and their emotions. You got to be emotionally strong all the time and the warfare and the spiritual stuff and the natural stuff and personnel and staffing and buildings and, and regulations and prayer and spiritual and people who want to start stuff and mess with you like, it ain't no punk, right? And what's different from being a chief executive? 
It's because you're not just a chief executive. You're a chief executive and you have to be spiritual. It's one thing if you're just running a business, but it's so much more than that. This is God's business. This is the business of the Lord. And so you got to be you got to be strong. All right. I love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom. If prayer bless you, go so, go so. Dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, number two. Robert Church, the church force says give. Uh, I see somebody saying, what should you give? So, Father, share with everyone what they should sow and cause them to sow tonight. In Jesus' name. I love you guys. Shalom. Make sure you pray for me. If you did your hand, make sure you pray for me before you go to sleep. Somebody says, I'm tired. Just listen to all of that. <laughs> listen, I promise you, this ain't no pun. I'm going to the gym right now so that I can stay, stay healthy in Jesus' name. Love y'all. Bye, y'all. Shalom. Bye, y'all. Shalom. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin from makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost water gel facial moisturizer. BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's.